0: For the Love of Teaching is a podcast brought to you by Starter. We save teachers hours each week by bringing them quality, downloadable teaching resources for their classrooms. To make your classroom buzz, go to Teachstarter.com. Hey, teachers. Bron here. Thanks so much for listening to For the Love of Teaching. Please rate and review us in the Apple Podcast app and help us to reach more teachers' ears. Need a little motivation on a Monday? We're experienced primary school teachers and we get it. Join us for inspiration and encouragement to get you buzzing through the school week. This is The Buzz. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Buzz. Today it's just me, little old me, Bron, coming to you from my cute little home studio. Jill is super busy this week. We have had so much going on at Teach Starter over the last few weeks. So I just thought, since she and I talked a couple of weeks ago about kids going back to school and a little bit of anxiety possibly surfacing for some children surrounding that, um, and some things that we'd noticed questions and concerns of our own children i thought i'd have a little look a bit deeper into some ideas that we can look at as teachers because students are heading back into the classroom now in some places they're already back in some places some year levels are back and others are about to go back so We know that getting back to school is going to be really exciting for kids. And I know that my own children are highly anticipating going back. And so you may know that your students are very, very much looking forward to seeing you again and seeing their friends. But it can also be a time of trepidation and a little bit of uncertainty and That's kind of been the theme of this year, uncertainty and not really knowing what's about to happen. It's definitely been a time that students have had to draw on some resilience and flexibility and their reserves might be getting a little bit low of both of those things because they're not really equipped uh, at a young age to be dealing with such huge world events like uh, COVID-19. So it's really important as teachers that we take some time to acknowledge that they're feeling a little bit anxious and to do our best to ease anxiety in children. Now, not all children are going to be experiencing this, but some kids who are generally very happy, easygoing, um, settled kids might be starting to feel a little bit out of usual. So to help children transition back into school... One of our Teach Starter teachers, Steph Mulrooney, who is an amazing teacher, she's been teaching for 20 years, has developed a beautiful new poem called Back to School Today. And um, she's a really experienced resource producer who has popped together our poetry units for teachers to use in the classroom and also our poetry workbook and also a series of original poems which are child appropriate age appropriate for kids and also very interesting and they're really engaging for kids and they also include a lot of teaching tools for teachers as well so they will each focus on a different style of poem and or a different poet device that the teacher is going to be teaching about so but this one back to school is perfectly timed and perfectly pitched to kids. It's a must for the first day back after the break. I think that it'd be a really good teaching tool to use in the classroom. You can listen to Back to School Today on our other podcast, Love Learning, which is student facing. So it's actually for your class on the first day back. Or you can send it as a link to your students and parents to prepare them for their return. Because we know that it's really important to develop relationships and partnerships with the parents and make sure we're all on the same page and just open that line of communication. So perhaps you could even put it in an email link when you're doing your welcome back email or um, you know just touch base with the parents and open up that i I mean i'm sure you are already doing this but um yeah it's it's a good way to broach that are your kids going okay at the moment question so you can to find the episode you can go to the show notes on teachstarter.com for this episode of for the love of teaching and i'll link it in those show notes or you can search and subscribe to love learning wherever you get your podcasts so apple um google uh, on our website, the Nova website, you can find us anywhere. Just You can just Google and find us easily. Um, other activities for reducing anxiety, other than just listening to the poem, you could do a circle time. Now we're all really familiar with circle time or open discussion time. It's back to school today. The poem is really ideal to use as a part of a whole class discussion or circle time discussion. And it just depends on which year level you're teaching as well. Um, You can adapt it depending on the ages of your kids. But as we know... Having circle time is a super popular activity to bring kids together um, as a transition activity, as a greeting activity. And it's just very, a pr- very primary school way of teaching and learning because it um, brings the teacher down on the level of the kids. And I used to really love getting into circle time because I, I just felt really connected to my class. And it opens up that body language of being open and um, having communication with one another. So it builds that positive relationship between students and teacher. And it's also a really great way to break down barriers and work through problems. So if things um, are set in circle time and you've allocated a bit of time to go through them, then it's a good time for students to come out with things that might be concerning them if they are of that type of personality where they're happy to share that way. So another thing that you could do is make a chart of the kids' common worries and have them Visual somewhere. You could maybe work through them and see. We actually have a beautiful uh, new resource coming out called the Worry Waterfall. So keep an eye out for that. It's a gorgeous visual that's been made by one of our graphic designers. And it is kind of a flow chart that just steps the child through The process of overcoming a worry. Um, So definitely take a look at that one because you could pop that up next to your chart of common worries and that could be like a little corner that kids can go to to reflect if they are feeling anxious or worried. Um, Sharing time, you could also have some sharing time set aside where kids can just connect with one other person in case they're not a... a, I know some people are very happy to openly speak in a big group. Other people like that one-to-one connection and kids are no different. So maybe some of your students would just really appreciate a 10 minute chit chat with a friend just to say, how did you feel when you were away? How did you feel? What were you doing? Was it boring? Were you happy? Were you relaxed? Were you anxious to get back? Just having a little bit of a conversation. I know some kids will probably just sit there and look at each other for the whole 10 minutes, but um, (laughs) it's just getting reacquainted uh, with their peers because they haven't seen these kids for several weeks, most of them. Um as I mentioned at the top of the episode just opening up the communication with parents because they play such a critical role in reducing anxiety in their own children and they know their kids super well. I know that I really appreciated parental input when it came to a little heads up if a child was feeling particularly unsettled one day or if they were having some issues at home and it just makes the parents feel really comfortable to approach you if you make the first move. So yeah, as teachers we do play an important part in providing emotional support. It's one of our many um, strings in our bow <laughs> that we have as um, as educators. So send that poem home with a little friendly greeting and maybe parents can connect with their kids with that as well. Now, a couple of weeks back, Jill and I talked about mood trackers. And these are a beautiful little resource that was were developed just during the home learning stages. So we talked about the mood trackers on the episode framing them as how parents can use them at home or teachers could use them to take a look at on their devices when students return them but they're also a really good um, visual t- tool for checking in with students in the classroom so you can either give each child one to have on their desk and fill out and um, make it optional or you could do a whole class one and go through it together and model for them how you fill out a mood tracker because I think that that's once they know how to use that tool it will be really interesting to see them um, being able to convey their feelings in a really visual way. Um, And also, I was thinking the other day, I really think that it's great when students have a visual timetable. And when we're at the beginning of a regular school year and we're establishing our routines and setting things up, we often do go through and make, especially in the early years, make a visual timetable for the students about what they're doing on each day at each time. And sometimes that comes because the literacy levels are different and students might not be, um, you know, fluent readers or some students with special needs find it Very, very important to have a visual timetable and to understand uh, preparing for what's next. Kids with anxiety like to know, can get through transitions a lot more easily if they know what's about to happen next to them rather than just, um, you know, going from activity to activity. So visual timetables are a super good way to get kids who are having a little bit of difficulty getting back into that routine and flow of a regular school day And to re establish routines because that's what I mean. If we look at the beginning of any school year, the first few weeks is all about routines, and um, yeah, particularly anxious kids might even benefit from having an individual timetable on their own desk. So, I hope that I've given you some ideas today about ways that you can help reduce anxiety of your students um, as they return to school because this is a really unprecedented time, and I know that's such a cliche and a catchphrase at the moment, we're hearing it everywhere. But for kids, everything is unprecedented because a lot of the experiences they have are new experiences. And when they're quite significant, they can cause some anxiety. So um, thank you for listening. And I hope you have an amazing start back with your students. If you are already back, let me know how that's going. You can email podcast at teachstarter.com or DM me on Instagram. And if you are looking forward to going back, same thing. Let me know what you're thinking of doing to help your kids feel settled. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of For the Love of Teaching. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so that you get the latest updates on all the newest episodes.